0: Hi there and welcome to Stop, Drop and Roll Initiative, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast with me, Martin McAllister, as the Dungeon Master. I'm going to be joined by some of my good friends. You know him, he's a podcaster and streamer. He is Satsunami, robotic battle toaster, a Twitch streamer, and ordinary human and Canadian, Andrew. Let's see what our party have in store for us today. Welcome to the game. We have a quick intro and then we'll meet our characters. The world is in disarray, as always. A few years ago, a dark lord ruled the planet, but like all dark lords and evil in power, it was eventually wrestled away from him. The resulting power struggle has flung the world into chaos. New governments, new kings, and even new gods have appeared. In the middle of this planet, in the middle of an ocean, lies Greentop Island. His people drew the ire of the dark lord during his reign, and he ravaged the lands and left the people to be built. But on this very island is where our story begins, in the ramshackle town of Sauron Port. It's definitely seen better days, but it's a still welcoming place. There's farmers' markets and ships and all good stuff that Port Town needs. Including, just situated off the side of the market square, a pub named the Drooling Dragon. A crooked sign and unpainted door gives way to a surprisingly homely pub. Today it's busier than ever. A hand-painted poster has been hanging outside for the past week. Help wanted. A famous adventurer needs you. Apply within this Sunday. So, what is everybody's characters doing in this film?
1: I am probably going to be helping people out at the bar. Being a gentle ear for people to uh, talk to and finding out the local gossip on the area. I'm
2: going to be sitting in the corner, trying to blend in with the others as a large tortle, drinking and listening to the other patrons of the bar.
3: Well, I am going to be playing my loot in the corner, uh, trying to get a few extra coins so that I can spend it on some ale or a bit of a nicer wine, and maybe try and pay for a round or two, because... I like to try and mingle among the common folk, while I try and spread good word of, of my people and, and also try and talk to a few fine ladies or so.
0: Yeah, the mood in the bar itself is pretty jovial, but there's a wee bit of tension in the air everyone's waiting for this famous adventurer to walk in. Everyone's looking for work. Eventually a trio walk into the pub. A heads turn expectantly, and they see a stern-looking half-orc, an elderly dwarven lady, a halfling spiky dyed hair and a rugged his nose. A half-orc and a halfling walk straight through to the next room behind the bar while a dwarven lady stands in front of the door. She whips out a clipboard, and says, Who's first? throng uh, of people start coming up trying to talk to us. So do you guys want to join the queue?
3: Yes, I think I'll, uh, I'll stop what I'm playing and I'll go and see what all the commotion's about and go investigate.
0: So I'll let you go first. So basically, she's got clipboard in her hand and is trying to interview the patrons as they come up. She goes, uh, name?
3: My name is Elran Valdara. What is it we're lining up for? Just, I'm, I'm quite curious. I'd just like to get involved in, in everything and anything that could happen in this wonderful world.
0: Well, we're looking for some fine adventurers to help us out.
3: Oh, wonderful. I've been in a, involved in a few adventures myself, so I think I'm quite keen to try and expand my horizons and, and explore whatever you have to, have to do for me.
0: She's kind of nodding along with that, and she kind of says, hey, in you go, take a seat.
3: Righto,
1: I'll go do that then. Well, if there's adventuring to be had and people to help, I might as well see if I can, uh, do my bit. I finish my drink from the bar, bid goodbye to the person there, and walk on over. How do, good lady? I hear you're needing recruits.
0: Yep, yep. What's your name?
1: My name is Mora Kalhein. I'm a cleric.
0: And why should we bring you along? What's your skills?
1: Well, my entire life has been spent attending to the needs of the many. Making tools, repairing things, and healing their wounds. So if you need a stable a bed or a, some healing, food, let me know.
0: She kind of scratches the tongue okay, in you go. Take a seat.
1: Lessons of a Liar be upon you.
0: Before you get to walk forward, Tempest, a group of humans, tall and muscular, push their way through the crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, I am George Edwin, and this is my team, Team Inevitable. We are good at everything. Between the four of us, we won't have a problem solving any problems you have, and we'll make your money and make ourselves some money. Wow, so cool! And basically, like pushes right past everyone, they barely even wait for the uh, dwarf woman to say go ahead. They just go inside and take their seat together in this next room.
3: Elran is intrigued by these people. He he thinks that uh, they seem quite rude, but uncouth. But he find he finds them very interesting. He's, are they are they attractive in any way?
0: Yeah, they're they're, they're kind of um, I've written down here jokes so. <laughs> <laughs> just to um, break break behind the scene a bit. Um, so yeah, you know, tall Oscars, a big group of them. Um, definitely, definitely a sight uh, in this town, which is one that mainly, mainly with peasants.
3: I make eye contact with one and uh, give a, a slight little wink.
0: They kind of just hold eye contact back for like an uncomfortably
3: long amount of time. <laughs> I also maintain that eye contact. <laughs> it's just a just you and one of the but. I think I'm misinterpreting what their eye contact is is perhaps doing, and I'm kind of trying to stare into their souls.
0: Brilliant. Yeah, you're just involved in a staring contest, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Tempest, it's your time at the front of the queue now.
2: So I down my drink, and I stand up, not realising that the table is right in front of me. And of course, it probably flips because of the size of my shell. And I try to go to the front of the queue, and I put on my biggest total smile and say, Greetings! My name is Tempest Tortleman, monk and fighter extraordinaire.
0: And what kind of skills do you bring to the table, Mr. Tortleman?
2: I'm going to be the greatest monk in the land, so I'm willing to take on any adventure.
0: She kind of scratched and she goes, But what skills do you have today?
2: Um (laughs) I can speak Gnomish and then I say an ancient Gnomish proverb that I learned on the way over to the tavern. That's probably grammatically incorrect <laughs> and full of spelling errors, but you know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> how, how can he spell spelling errors if you're saying it? Oh, trust me, there's a way. <laughs> Tempest will find out.
0: <laughs> and, and what kind of proverb is it, what, what are you trying to
2: say? It says that you would be a fool not to not to accept me with these merry band of adventurers.
0: That's an awfully specific proverb.
2: I, <laughs> I'm an awfully <oddly> specific total.
0: She kind of looks out at a clipboard and kind of taps and looks of at the queue behind you, but there's not many people left. she's kind like, okay, in you go.
2: Thank you. As I shuffle by and try not to get stuck in the door frame. <laughs>
0: So, curiosity, okay, is how big are you? What is the what is the the scale on this?
2: Probably not that big. <laughs> them, yeah. For for comedy reasons. <laughs> I
0: was going to ask, are we going to have to do a dexterity Is he checked for a free door? No, no, no. Right. <laughs>
2: Every time you go through the door. <laughs> Joke? Yes. Yeah.
3: I hope you brought your turtle wax so you can fit through this door again.
2: <laughs> Why? Thank you, kind note. I will take that to heart as I walk by.
3: Did you give names to those jock um, humans?
0: The main one is called uh, George Etowin.
3: So I'm
1: going to, uh, I'm going to walk up to uh, one of these here uh, flashy members that have just walked in. Well, barged their way in, I guess. And what's a, what sort of equipment are they wearing?
0: They're wearing what looks to be quite pricey equipment. Maybe not the best quality in terms of, you know, as, a, as your background being as a folk hero, you know, you've seen a fair share of soldiers and um, adventurers, so you think that equipment is flashy as opposed to effective?
2: Hmm,
1: how uh, how many dinks, dents and chunks does it have taken out of it? Has it buffed about at all or is it spotless?
0: Roll me a perception check, please. Aye.
1: All right, uh, 16.
0: Um, Yeah, as you stare at this um, jocks, um, you see very little, if any, scuffs at all on an equipment. Not because you think it's been particularly well taken care of, just you don't think it's ever seen the the broadside of a sword.
1: So, you look the part, but uh, how many things have you actually fought and killed?
0: George, the sort of the main one, he takes pies like, Well, you know, we've killed Well, um uh everything, really. Um five headed dragons, two headed bears, a bear owl, um it just kinda lists off creatures that you've you suspect may be fake.
1: Do you have any proof of this? Because well I uh don't mean to sound disingenuous at all, but uh, your armour is looking in uh, rather tidy, considering all these creatures you've uh, bested.
0: I, I, I don't like what you're implying, sir. Me and, me and my fellows here, we are proud adventurers, and we, we will get, get the business done. Just because we have rich families doesn't mean that we've had an easy life, you know?
1: I hope my hands up just go, I am implying no, nothing of the kind, good sir. I'm merely saying that... Well, if you are going to be taking part in the, uh, fighting, you might want to know how to use your weapons before you do so. I can patch you up, but, uh, it's better if you don't get hurt at all.
0: And they just kind of, there's a, just a general sort of ruff, ruff, ruff <laughs> in reply to that between all five of them, just kind of, sort of all four of them just kind of argue with each other. Um, yeah, that, that seems to fit quite close to the bone.
3: My attraction to them is getting lower by the moment.
0: <laughs> as you're all uh, sitting in this other room and eventually the halfling uh, with the spiky hair and the nose piercing stands up you've noticed it's only the seven of you now in this room so the three um, people on this recording and um, four jo- jock characters it's all the people that have been accepted uh, we think most of the other people were just you know, farmers and people looking for a bit of money as opposed to um, seasoned adventurers and the um, halfling stands up, eventually realising that no one's really going to see him, so he jumps up on a table. And he goes, ahem, ah, 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 and bangs his glass down So says, you may call me Cotswolds. I'm the last remaining Knight of the Oak. I need a team for a large job, but I'm only going to take, eh, three or four of you. So I've set up some challenges to see who's the best. Ah, but don't worry, you'll still get paid for the day, whether you win or lose.
3: Sounds good to me. I'm game for whatever we have to do today.
0: Would everyone like to roll me a history check, please? Oh my god, I've, I've got a good history.
3: Oh my god, I just rolled a nat 20. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I uh,
1: with that? Plus okay.
3: five. <laughs> <laughs> I've never rolled a nat 20 before. <laughs> my first roll I today. I, I, will n- I will not get one for the rest of the campaign.
1: And that is your 20 for the session. Yeah, I've rolled a, a 15 as well, but with my uh, plus five, so that's an unnatural 20. Yeah, I've
0: got plus three, so yeah, 18 for me. Oh, I'm going to be doing nothing but history checks in this game, ever no.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You guys are going to be turning everything into history. Yeah, um, so uh oh. So, Cotswold, this, this half thing mentioned the Knights of the Oak. You have not heard of this group in a long, long time. You see, as far as you're aware, they're unactive. These are sort of the The good guy protectors of the realm kind of people. They would go out and they would take magical artefacts into their possession off of, you know, the liches and hags and those that would do harm with them. But that was hundreds of years ago. Maybe an elf might have still been alive that might have been part of them, but certainly a halfling for much shorter lifespans would never have been alive the last time they were around. Um, So you're a bit surprised to hear this guy claim to be part of them.
3: Could I investigate to see... Whether or not he might be lying about being part of them.
0: Yeah, free roll uh, an insight check, please.
3: Uh, I got twelve after my modifier. It's hard for you to
0: tell. He was he was making some kind of a big speech. He didn't he didn't like stumble over his words or hesitate or anything as part of that speech. So it's kind of hard for you to see into that.
3: Okay, I look suspiciously, but but uh, don't question it too much. I, having been around probably when they were have so been in their their latter years of the, the Knights of the Oak, I'm familiar with them and so do, I'm a little sceptical of this halfling being a part of this old group.
0: Yeah, like I said as well, especially, you know, you'll know the difference between the lifespans of an elf and lifespans of a halfling, so it's many generations of halfling since uh, the, last, the last of these knights were ever seen. But he, he says, let's be off then, so he takes out the pub and separates into two carriages with basically Team Chalk all into one carriage and you three going into another one, and uh, he turns to you and he says, Just let you know, I won't be leaving hindry. high and dry. There's half oak here. Big oof. he'll be joining you today. He doesn't say much, but uh, he might be useful.
2: Hi, oof.
0: This half-orc just stares blankly back at you, barely registered in your presence at all.
2: Can I roll to wave harder?
0: <laughs> can you roll a... <laughs> uh, what would you rather do, strength or dexterity?
2: Um, strength.
0: Okay, roll strength check, please. This is when you get your
2: natural 20.
0: It's the hardest damn wave you've ever seen.
3: Oh my goodness, That's, that's some wave you're doing there. Yep. It's very impressive. Passed down from my
0: family. The air temperature just drops like half a degree from the wind that's coming out of this. <laughs> but it, it barely phases Earth, phases who just kind of stares at you blankly longer.
3: Well, I tried. Did you say he was an orc? Yeah, half orc. Half orc. He speaks orcish then? Yes. I have a conversation with him in orc, uh, being one of my languages. Okay. Just to kind of ask, like, where he's from originally and,
2: like, uh, what he's doing here.
0: Absolutely no response.
2: Okay. Can I try my gnomish proverb again? Uh, what proverb <laughs> would you
0: like to say this time?
2: The exact same one, but maybe a little bit more grammatically correct. <laughs> I don't um, even know what I would roll for that. <laughs> I don't think no, so. No, no, <laughs> and There's
0: no, no. room for that. I, I mean, a Charisma check, but I'm not even going to. At this point, I want you to do excessive saving throw, just for, <laughs> just for the, the emotional damage this is causing you. <laughs> uh, you know, this this half continues to stay up, stay through you. Hey, what did I say? He doesn't talk much.
3: I spent a couple of years uh, living amongst the the Orcish people. Am I able to identify any kind of signets that he might might be wearing that could identify like what tribe he might be from?
0: You think you could if he was wearing anything? Is he naked? <laughs> I beg your pardon! It's like, uh, signet-wise, very. Um, you think all the, the clothes and stuff that he's wearing is from this area of the world. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, but you have pl- plenty of time to look inside the carriage that you're all kind of bustled into.
1: I'm just going to be smiling at people and just going, How do? How are you doing? Nice to meet you.
0: My name's Morric. It's just as the carriage is sort of leaving the, the city, you guys can just, like, you're just leaning out the window, kind of waving at everyone like the Queen.
3: <laughs> I'm blowing kisses. I'm still waving from before. <laughs> Residual waving. <laughs> I can't stop my hand.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna reach out and try and grab his hand <laughs> to stop him from waving. It becomes a handshake.
0: Make his friends check, please.
1: Yeah. Okie dokie. And opposed. Is he going to have to roll to resist? I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, yeah. So, 17 plus three from my modifier. Why am I burning all my good rolls in the introduction?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: it's always the case. So, 20.
0: So you're in charge of this. What do you think? Is 20 strong enough?
2: Well, my strength is. Yeah, my strength is um, 17, so... Yeah, my, yeah. my, my strength is... <laughs> my you strength got is 17 as well, so... Yeah, that's right. It's it's like that scene from Predator. <laughs> <laughs> the two hands <laughs> coming together. Clasp hands and smile at you. Morag, you son of a bitch!
1: Be- <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter, Monks Guild got you pushing too many pencils
0: <laughs> the biceps just popping into both
2: <laughs> you're lucky i out of pencils <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have a feeling this is going to be a fun adventure I'm going to sit back down in my chair <laughs>
3: credits <laughs> roll <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's so
0: <laughs> What an episode! <laughs> so the carriage that you're in takes you outside of the city and towards a nearby forest. A seemingly random location along this road, the two carts stop suddenly and you're hurried out of them. From there you're led down a series of seemingly random paths between trees, into ditches, down cliff faces until eventually you come to a clearing. Before you stand a large collection of wooden structures all over the place. There's clearing's about, about 300 feet, it's a huge clearing. And these wooden structures are very similar to what you would see at, let's say, an army training barracks. There's things there like a castle made out of wood, there's a 30 foot wall, all sorts of like the usual training apparatus. And uh, the halfling sort of jumps in front of you and rubs his hand and goes, Well, it's time for a little bit of the competition. Today you will partake in three challenges. The winner of the third challenge is going to be guaranteed the job, but. Winning the previous two challenges will give you a benefit in Challenge 3. So, try as hard as you can. He leads you over to a line in the sand, effectively. He says, well, the first challenge is a race. All four people from each team has to cross over the finish line. Right over there. You can see between you and this finish line that he's pointed to are a series of obstacles, monkey bars, the low net that you have to crawl under and what appears to be about a 30-foot high wall. And he goes, and yes, you do have to go over the wall, all of you. Huh. On your marks? Oh, well, I guess any questions?
1: Before he uh, does any of that, uh, I'm going to pretty much tap my uh, two compatriots on the shoulders, and uh, without them knowing, I'm going to uh, cast my cantrips of Guidance, so they get to roll a d4 and add check ability check of their choice.
0: Are you able to do two at once?
1: It says it's range, touch, and uh, it's above components, visual and speech. It just says casting time, one action. It
0: doesn't say concentration there, anyway?
1: Nope, just components, V and S.
0: Right, in that case then, so you can declare you want to use that D4 um, after, even after you find out the result, so if you do find out you're going to fail, you think you are able to add it on afterwards.
1: Sounds good. Well, good luck, you too. I'll help how I can. And remember, don't sprain your ankles.
2: <laughs> and as the gnomes say, gnomish proverb, I trust it'll mean a lot to you, as I pat him on the shoulder as well. I'm just staring blankly up at him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, um, you're, you're welcome. Uh,
1: good, good luck. And uh, see, see you at the finish line.
3: All right, then, let's do this. It'll be great fun.
0: And you look across at the opposition, and they're all kind of doing, like, stretches and shouting hut, hut, hut a lot and just really getting themselves
2: into pump top for this. Oh by the gods <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those bites? I know I have. <laughs> <laughs> Could I change teams? <laughs> Three, two,
0: one, go So the first obstacle you come to is a series of monkey bars over a pit of water. Um
1: Quick question: uh, How how low down are these <laughs> monkey bars?
0: Um, you're probably gonna have to. You're probably gonna have to kick off a post or something to get there. You, you're gonna need a hand here about um, six foot off the ground. Can I?
1: Okay, I'm, I'm four foot six. Can I do uh, an athletics check to try and jump up and grab the monkey bars? Absolutely. Uh, before I, when I get to the runky bars, I'm just gonna look up at them. Uh, I just turn back to the halfling and be like, Really? <sighs>
0: he just kind of shrugs He goes, Hey, I had to do it.
1: Okay, uh, I'm gonna roll my check. Let's see, come
3: on. Oh, god damn it. Is it strength or dexterity?
0: For athletics, it's a uh, strength check.
3: Okay.
1: Okay, I, I, I'm snipping this because I I want you to make I want you to believe that I'm not taking the piss.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: But this is this this is gonna bite me in the butt. <laughs> this is gonna bite me in the butt when we actually get to combat. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, uh, I rolled a twenty, combined with my plus three from athletics. Uh, yes, <laughs> 23.
2: <laughs> that is one hell of a leap. <laughs> it's one of
0: those that you, as you're leaping, you're like, wow, I nailed that. Like you are jumping, like you could have probably done like a muscle up and jumped over the bars at that point. You're, you are like, wow, I have proven myself today, and you kind of start making your way across the bars. Um, oh, steady on. Don't pull a muscle. To answer your question, Andrew. You're allowed to. I'll let you use either. Athletics or acrobatics for this check.
3: Ooh, nice. Okay, I have I have good acrobatics. All right. Uh, that's seventeen after my blood of fire.
0: Cool. so After seeing the uh, dwarf in front of you, you kind of run up behind, jump onto the monkey bars, and no, not as maybe not as graceful. or as as powerful as the, um, the dwarf in front of you, but you're on the rope as well, and you sort of make your way along.
3: Cheerio! Let's go.
0: What's
2: up? or athletics, whatever you're better at. Yep. So, just acrobatics? Or it's yep. Like, um, yeah, what was... So, that is 17. How tall, How tall are you, turtle? Because so, yep. <laughs> <laughs> if
1: they're six foot off the ground, you could just walk. Well, sorry.
0: Six <laughs> foot is start and then a pet. Sorry.
2: That's my better. Ah. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, no no pat- <laughs> Um Yeah, seventeen. Yeah. yeah. I'll just jump out with ease. <laughs> this is easy. Use your oh, waving hand. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah <laughs> No sorry. First I look down at my waving hand and say Waving hand, don't fail me now. And then I jump out. <laughs>
0: And behind you, uh, Oof the Half Oak um, seems quite unsteady at first, but uh, manages to hold his position and eventually make his way across the, over the pit as well. Um, so all four of you land at the other side um, pretty safely. Uh, next up is the sort of low netting, um, so you're going to have to crawl through. Um, Tempest, you are going to have to roll at disadvantage for this, I'm afraid.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> is it, can I put. Can I put up my hand and say, excuse me, instructor, is this because I'm a <laughs> Um <laughs> you, you certainly can. Then I'll do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Copswolf just kind of looks back at you and just goes, I, I, this course was set up before you got here. <laughs> uh, you... Can
2: I Can I shake my head disapprovingly? <laughs> I'd give him the hard stare
0: <laughs> if Just like the Paddington stare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. A... Would you like to oh, roll an intimidation check, please?
2: Emotional damage there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, D20, yes, please. <laughs> <It's a two>.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've got no
0: modifiers. <laughs>
2: so.
0: Yeah. Uh, you just get on with it, man. Ah, <sighs>
1: okay. That's all right. I've got you. I'm gonna hold the netting up as I uh,
3: as I stand at the edge. Go, you first. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'll give Bardic Inspiration as well to to help him through. Um,
0: what we get? so what does that do?
3: It gives him one D six. Um, as an Inspiration die. Oh, nice. So he's got a D six and a D four that he can roll.
0: Um. Oh, uh, Tempest, could you make a Dexterity check? Yes. Yeah? Uh, Just raw dexterity
2: Fourteen.
0: Yeah, it's enough. It's it's slow, but it's enough. You know, you're crawling through, crawling through, getting a bit caught in the net. But you've you know you've you've lived your whole life like this. You you know what you're doing.
2: What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> you've lived your whole life in your back Yeah. <laughs> crawling on my dinosaur. <laughs> Wait, you can hear the narrating voice in your head too. <laughs> I thought it was just me. Oh my goodness! <laughs> we should really tell someone about this. <laughs> uh, go on, young elf, on your way. Okay,
3: guys, here I go. Uh, that's ten plus three, or four? No, it's, ac- it's acrobatics. Yeah, just,
0: uh, just straight, it's just straight. That's please.
3: Straight X, That's thirteen then. Don't forget your. Uh, you can roll your d4 if you need to oh right that's a four hey
0: no problem for you that's uh,
3: so that's 17
0: 17 overall yep uh no problem for that you would in, you know catching up to tempest as you go and through this netting
1: hmm i'm staring at the netting now going
0: ah booger um
1: all right i guess it's my turn here we go all right i'm gonna drop down and start crawling through oh God damn, even with my minus one modifier to my dexterity, I get 16. And even... High roller.
0: High roller. uh, Even though you were nervous about going in, as soon as you're in there, you're feeling feeling the movement, you're getting there. You know, you must have warmed up before you started. Maybe that's what's going on. uh, The movement's good. And um, just to your left, as you're crawling through, you see if the half-volt just kind of crawling as well, uh, sort of matching your speed um, as he goes through the netting. You've got this. And finally he goes just kind of nods. No no words.
3: Elra Elran's father's voice plays in the back of back of his head. Typical dwarf going low always low in the dirt, aren't they? And Elran kind of tries to like shake that off out of his head.
2: <laughs> Cheeky <bugger>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, he can read my mind.
3: Cheeky
0: <laughs> voice in that <laughs>
2: Did anybody else hear that? You hear the sound of a crossbow clicking behind you.
3: <laughs> Dodge this! Thank God for my dexterity.
0: And eventually, all four of you make it out the other side, a bit a bit muddy, off fear, but uh, pretty unscathed. Uh, in front of you stands the final obstacle: a thirty-foot-high wooden wall. It seems to be, as I said, it's made of wood, so there are slats. Um, horizontally all the way up but it does look very smooth and hard to climb as um, she- like a sheer face uh, what would you like to do?
1: I've got it guys I take my pack off my racksack like, I'm so glad I've got this how high did you say the wall feet. was? oh fantastic right I pull out my 50 foot rope of hemp and uh, I tie the uh, end of it to uh, one of my uh, to my pot that I've got, I've got like a cauldron pot. No, actually, no, no. I'm going to make it a bit easier. I'm going to tie it to my mace, and I'm going to launch it over the wall. Okay. So that'd be just a flat strength check, wouldn't it? I believe so. Oh, that. Okay, yeah, So let's do. Oof, please don't fuck up. Oh no, eleven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Coming. Hold on.
3: As I see that the object is not going to make its destination, I cast a mage hand to catch the rope and try and guide it properly over over the wall.
0: So you're only going to be able to grab the rope itself, not the the mace. So mage hand can only lift about 10 pounds.
1: That's alright, the mace is 5. Is it? No, actually, the mace is 4 pounds. It's a one handed mace.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, I, I, either that or I, I could tie off the end of the rope to the other other side of the wall at 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 some point.
0: Eh, uh, no, if you want to just lift the whole the whole contraption over, it's up to you.
3: Okay, I use mage hand and lift the rope and mace over to uh, the other side to act as a as a weight pulley that we can pull ourselves over with.
0: Fantastic. So, yep. Yeah. Um, assuming you stayed holding on to the to the rope at your side, toast. Aye. Cool. Um. So. Yeah, as, as the mage hand drops, so you feel quite a wee strain, but um, you kind of like you're loading it. You you're in control of this of this rope, and um, so to picture the scene. So what did you say, fifty foot rope? Aye. Right. So you know, the mace will be what five foot off the ground at one side, and you'll be holding it in your own hands at the other side. Basically. Yeah. Where where would you like to go from here? All right.
1: Who wants to go first? Who's the lightest out of all of us? I shuffle
2: backwards awkwardly.
3: (laughs) Trying to think what my what my weight is actually. I weigh one hundred and forty. You weigh the same as me. Well, I'm six feet tall.
1: So. Man, I'm (laughs) chunky.
0: You're all going to be heavier than the mace, or am I misunderstanding how you've what you've done here? Sorry.
1: Basically, I've just yeeted the. I've used the mace to just like get the rope over the wall. Uh, So the plan is if we can get someone... Actually, no, because the challenge didn't say that we couldn't run round the wall. We just have to climb over it to complete the challenge. Correct. So I'm just going to go, oh, Elf, hold this. I hold whatever you're... And whilst he held... I run round the corner and I use my... (laughs) I hammer my mace into the ground, using it like a peg at the base of the wall, using my survivalist skills and my masonry knowledge with a hammer.
0: Do you want to roll a survival? Shit. Uh, ah, can going be quick. Seventeen. Yeah, it's easy enough for you to do. It as you kind of, you know, you've, 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 like I said, your mace for these skills and stuff. You're able to hammer this um, mace into sort of lodging it in between the ground and the wall itself, kind of stabilising it. hey you, you, think it's going to be able to take a fair bit of weight now?
1: Nice, right? I'd run back round the corner, right. Uh, I'll go first, just in case it goes wrong and I hurt myself. Alright, good luck, everyone. I'm going to start climbing the rope.
0: Okay, dokie. Okay. Um, I'll let you make a, uh, athletics or acrobatics, whatever you're feeling more comfortable
1: with. Probably athletics, because my dexterity is minus one. <laughs> <laughs> if I did that, I'd miss the rope entirely. <laughs> Fourteen.
0: Yeah, you know, it starts off slow, but as you get moving, get all the way up to the top of the wall and start kind of abseiling down. Um, yeah, it's pretty good going. The, the, everything kinda of holds together.
3: Cool. Um, and I'm gonna add my weight to the anchor at the bottom. Can we see what the other group is doing, like how far along they are?
0: Absolutely. Um, they are currently building a cheerleader pyramid and getting <laughs> over the wall that way. While going hut, 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 the whole time.
3: I, I appreciate their teamwork. It's it's very impressive. Alright, uh let me let me have a go at this now. I'll I'll try and go up as quickly as I can. Oh dear. That is a. <laughs> that is a six after my, my uh, my modifier.
0: And uh, you've used your gauntlets, yeah. haven't you as well? Yeah, he has. Yeah, uh, you you just can't seem to work out this rope. You're, you're struggling. You're sliding. You you don't even get um, high enough up to take full damage. Ah, you're gonna burn. Like, Ouch. You know, yeah, yeah it's, a bit, it's a bit icky. Everything's just a bit kind of sore. Um, I. Right. Yeah, maybe you've been distracted by the other team as you see them kind of making progress and you're struggling to make it any. It's just a, just not a great time really you're just kind of slide back
2: down.
3: Well, uh, I've, I've had my try. Uh, how, about, how about you, um, Tempest?
2: I have a question. Actually, out of character, I've got a question. Yeah. <laughs> I was to ask for who. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for both. Um, see if I put Andrew on my back would I have to roll a disadvantage?
0: Um, yes. Very much so.
2: What would that go against, then?
0: So it would be, you'd have to reach a, a higher number, probably, than what you did before, and you also roll two, and you take the lowest number.
2: Right, okay.
1: Hmm. Am I about to lose two party members?
3: <laughs> <laughs> just decide, you can just hear. Okay. My bardic inspiration is probably still active yeah, that's true uh, but I thought uh, he spent it to get under the net it lasts for 10 in-game minutes oh, okay so add a, add a d6 to whatever you
2: roll so I turn round to Elrond and say hop on <laughs> <laughs> and, and I patch my shell <laughs> I, I hop on yeah. No questions, okay. That's, that's the first time that's happened. is <laughs> isn't the first time today I've been asked to hop on. So I grab the rope and... Oh dear. So I've got seven and eleven. So plus four, that'll be eleven. it. Yeah.
0: With someone on your back, I don't think that's good enough. I think that, that was, you know, the strength oh. needed.
2: What did you <laughs> eat? <laughs> I, I,
3: I, I guess um, I had a, an, an, extra, an extra breakfast this morning. I, I, was, I was hanging out with some heartlings and they just they said it was the norm.
0: Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, beside you, oof, the half just kind of shakes his head and just starts going up the rope. and He's, he's up and down, no problem. Ah, oof. Hold this. I'm going to go and give him a hand. He nods and takes it the other side of the rope and puts his weight
1: on it. I run around the other corner and go, Right, come on, you two, one at a time. I'm going to give you a push. Uh, again, I'm going to roll, um, use my cantrip. <laughs> <laughs> because I
2: have a feeling it's like it. an
1: <laughs> And I'm literally just, you know, getting ready to push. I'm going to do the L first. I'm going to push him up the first four foot six inches of the rope. <laughs>
0: Would you like to make another roll and you get to add a d4 to it? 15,
3: 3, so that's 18, plus my modifier for ac- acrobatics. So that's 22.
0: Yeah, you think you just needed the, the Hand of Friendship on you. And uh, as soon as you're past that first... Um, what was it, 4 foot 6? Uh, you are... Cheeky bugger, Hand of Friendship. <laughs> uh-huh. As soon as you're past that... They always say, like, the first part of a climb's the hardest, so, like, you know, as soon as you're past that first bit, no problem. Right up to the top, straight over the other side.
3: Radio, I uh, use my my weight on the other side, um, all 140 um, pounds of it, to uh, to try and help uh, weigh, weigh down the rope on the side to help uh, Tempest. Yep. I turn to the turtle in the room. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tempest, your go. I
2: give pat him on the shoulder and go, right, let's get you up oh there. i yeah. give him a thumbs up and say, I've got this. Aye, you've got this. Holy shit, I actually do got this. 19 <laughs> the past 4, so 23. <laughs> so I scooped up that rope <laughs> like my life depended on it.
0: Yeah, once again, you think you just needed a, a calming, relaxing, you know, friend in the ear just to help you just to help you get over that initial fear of going up this mm-hmm. big wall and yeah as soon as you're past that initial start you're you're moving absolutely no problem
1: i'm gonna collect my uh mace and rug once he's over because <laughs> yeah. i'm not leaving them <laughs> behind
0: <laughs> unfortunately for you guys as you all reach the other side of the wall i've seen that the other team have finished and you guys just have to trot now to the finish line collect second place
2: no i'm not saying it was your fault elran But. (laughs) There wasn't a sense of teamwork going on at that (laughs) wall. You see, the jocks are like um, drinking ale out
0: of a shoe and just celebrating, just having a good time right now.
2: Is that a shoe?
3: (laughs) I hang my head in shame. It's just. It's like my my father said was right. I am useless.
1: Hey now, none of that. We all make mistakes. We'll have another check. Remember, he said that just because we've lost this one
2: doesn't mean we've lost the whole thing. Can I roll to hold back the tears of that moment? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, can you make a wisdom saving throw, please?
2: Eight plus three, so eleven.
0: Yeah, you start weeping
2: I'm bubbling. <laughs> 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 it's so beautiful. Uh,
0: I, I, are
1: you
2: all right? Tempest, I turn away. It's okay. <laughs> Carry on with your friendship.
1: Well, no, we're all part of a team, even Oof here.
0: In the half we're just kinda of nods sternly.
2: Damn,
1: he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, am I the personification of friendship is magic?
3: <laughs> we, we've got we've got a shown in D D podcast. <laughs>
0: Every villain's gonna join the team eventually. I
3: can't wait. Yeah, I've managed to convince the giant dragon not to kill everyone. I banished him to the shadow realm.
2: <laughs> you mean the friends realm after we were done? The friend zone. Oh, <laughs> oh. Ooh. oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Emotional yeah, damage
1: to
3: the Orcs like us. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say the half that's looking around like. You know? <laughs> um, so with
0: uh, with that, for uh, the halfling announces. The jock team as as the winners but he says as as he was just pointing out yep yeah, there is two more games like i said everything to play for in the third one but this next round is going to test some other skills and he kind of leads you towards the edge of this clearing and the elderly dwarven woman from earlier with the clipboard is standing there and behind her it looks to be a. Uh, cavern sort of descends down and behind on she says, Oh no, I appear to have lost my cat. If only there were some brave adventurers to help get it back for me. I would be so grateful.
3: Don't you worry, madame. I will make sure your cat is returned to you in prompt and safe manner.
0: Corsair to half and goes, Wait, so, five minutes on the clock. Uh, George, because you are team one, you get to go first. Um, for the rest of you, you're just going to wait here. Hey, they've got five minutes to see if they get this cat back. So, three, two, one. And you see the other team run off you know, at the second, at the, at the word go. Um,
1: so, an observation. So they've run off down down into the cave, right? Absolutely. They're all human, right? Yes. And none of
3: them have torches. Or, or dark vision. because Nope. And so they've just run into the dark. <laughs> yep. Can I see... From where we're standing into the cave at all, like I have dark vision.
0: Yeah, uh, but you can see it does look like it, there is some light further down, like maybe they've uh, kind of similar training area, maybe to what you've seen before, so maybe they've lit it. And um, you can't very see very much, so this the cave kind of turns. You do look, it does look like it opens up further down. Okay, and um, would everyone like to roll perception checks, please? Aye, oh dear, 10, ah,
3: 21, 12.
0: Uh, who's got 21, sorry? I did good, sir. Uh, Morak, uh, you are able to hear that this rescue isn't going very well. It's a wee bit faint. It sounds like the noise is getting muffled by the cave, but you can hear the sounds of shouting and screaming and much unpleasantness. You don't think they're making any progress uh, as you're listening get to this.
3: Well, you're sure to see some dents and bruises into their armour now, aren't you? Aye, but sir, just because I don't like what they do and I
1: don't think they're good fighters, oh well their shore boats, really. I don't wish any harm to them. I'll be waiting here with portions when they get back up.
3: If they get back up.
1: I, I look over at the, um, at the halfling. If it gets too dangerous for them, can we go and rescue them on their rescue mission?
3: He kind of looks
0: back at you. And he's, he's, you see he's actually quite um, pleasantly surprised you when asked a question like that. And he goes, uh, nah, I don't worry about it. They shouldn't be able to handle us." And uh, when, when the timer hits, they'll They'll come back out, I think. I don't think they've got this, if I'm honest, but we'll see.
1: I'm just going to relay to him what you told me in terms of what I can hear from my one from the perception. Mm. It doesn't sound like they're doing too well down there.
0: Because, yeah, yeah. I was kind of expecting that. This is a slightly different game that's not just strength.
1: I thought they were showboating, but I don't want them to die.
0: No, no, don't worry, nothing like that. I oh, if you're sure. It is just someone's pet cat, after all. What kind of cat is it? Is there anything else you guys would like to go up to while you're waiting? Just any chit-chat or things you'd like to, go, like to do?
1: I'll well, be standing by the entrance with, like, healing salves at everything <laughs> on standby. <laughs> waiting just in case um, the halfling gives you a... Yeah, maybe you should go down there. So I'm just going to be waiting on standby.
2: <laughs> Are they winning? I feel like they're winning. And eventually the, the timer
0: goes and you can hear them all arguing, kind of slowly chunting their way back up, uh, complaining at each other. And you see on their faces they've got several little cuts, little claws, cuts all over their faces. Um, nothing life threatening, uh nothing actually dangerous, just a bit humiliating and they'll probably have to um really, really lie at the pub to try and make it sound like it was a big monster that did it to them. Aside from those little nicks, are you all okay? And he kind of looks at you and goes, Don't talk to me, I'll. It's someone else's. You, 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 see how you get on.
1: See how you get on. Well, I can see in the dark, so I'll probably get on quite well. And he just kind of
0: scuffs his shoe and walks away from you. Here if you need me. <laughs> you can just tell that your, like, joyous attitude is just not, not what he needs right now. <laughs>
3: I pull out my lute and start playing kind of sombre music as he walks away to kind of, as like a a soundtrack
2: to his his sadness. (laughs) Can I dance along with the music? (laughs) Sadly. Sadly, yes. Swaying from side to side with my waving hands in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) Can you roll a performance check, please? Oh, I can. 15.
0: Surprisingly decent little dance. Again, nobody really wanted to see it,
3: so. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> those that look at you like, oh,
0: didn't expect those kind of moves.
3: I only rolled a 12, so my music playing wasn't great, so I'm kind of looking at Tempest upstaging me and thinking, like, I better watch out for this one. First, the wave that was just magnificent, and and now this dance, what else is he hiding under in, in that
2: shell of his? <laughs> and all I'm thinking in my head is just the same melody you're playing. <laughs> du, 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 du. <laughs> I'm just imagining
0: you playing, like, the the sad one from Pokemon. Just like... <clears> that...
2: Lavender <somewhere>. Town. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't think of that, but yeah, that's wrong. Suddenly ghosts. And uh, Cotswold the Halfling comes up to you guys as well. They couldn't do it. You think you guys have got this?
3: Well, give it a try. Yeah, can't do much worse, can we? I say that just loud enough so that the other team can hear.
0: <laughs> Three, two, one, go! Your time starts now.
1: Whilst the halfling is, you know, getting ready to tell us to go and everything else, I'm getting I get a torch out in a tinderbox, <laughs> strike it, and I pass the lit torch to Tempest. Don't want you tripping in there, do we? Right, onwards. Let's get down there. Rock and hold. I'm going to just
0: run down into the dark so as you descend to this cavern there's like a bend and it opens up into a much wider area in front of you there are six pillars two rows of three mm-hmm. and made of what looks to be stone they're not massively high, maybe about about ten foot each
1: not massively high, that's a, almost three times my height
0: <laughs> compared to the 30 foot wall from earlier it's a third of that um True. and even with your dark vision you see there's like a cloud of fog around this area, it's making it quite difficult to see particularly clearly. You think it was probably a spell that's been cast in the past, so it's not like there's not like this fog emanating from a wall or something, I mean it's, it's just static there. And as you're entering into this room you hear a a meowing sound of a cat from up onto one of these pillars.
2: Hmm. Can I try a Absolutely, can you roll an animal handling check please? Absolutely. Oh. (laughs) 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 Um...
0: One other detail, Um, this was about 30 feet maybe from the entrance, so not, you know, for you guys that have run a a fairly quick move but not, you know, you're not right at the entrance. Uh Uh, An
2: 11.
0: Uh, as, as you do it, the cat sort of meows you know, back but doesn't seem to move, yeah. uh, but you are able to place that, like I said, there's two rows of pillars, and you guys are kind of sitting in between two of them, uh, you think the cat is on the left-hand side as it's meows it back. Hmm.
3: Could I try and play music to bring the cat down?
0: Certainly. trying.
3: Would that be performance or animal handling?
0: Do you, do you want to make a nature check to see if you sort of know any music that might be attractive for animals?
3: Okay. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Natural <God>. one. <laughs> plus my um, my nature is plus four, so five.
0: Uh you can only think of Wonderwall right now. You can't think of any other songs. Every song you've ever learned, you've just forgotten. When you're thinking about like what would a cat like? And you're like, ah, oh, Wonderwall.
1: I'm going to uh, reach into my pack whilst. Uh whilst our wonderful bard is trying to uh, come up with a song and I'm going to take one of my uh, jerky rations out and rip some chunks off of it and put it down on the floor and just stay low and just talk in a quiet voice.
0: Just go, it's all right. Go, mate. Can you also make animal handling check them with advantage?
1: Okie dokie. Oh, yeah. Food is the greatest motivator. Funny enough, I'm also proficient in animal handling. Oh, Okay, so that's the first roll. That would be a 15 plus 5, so that'd be 20. Just for so half of it, I'm going to roll the second one. Okay, yeah, we're going to go with the first roll.
0: <laughs> what was the second roll of curiosity? Six. <laughs> Fair. Um, as you're making this noise, you see the furthest away pillar from you, so left hand side, furthest away. A cat, a black cat, starts so to creep down the pillar. And anyone would like to roll a nature chick? please.
3: 15
2: 18 A natural one <laughs> <laughs> I just say what the hell is that so For a moment
0: Tim, you do that thing where you're like what? is that a dog? No, 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 wait, no it's a, Ah, I can't put my finger on what that's called again um, For the other two first of all you do notice this cat has um, tentacles coming out of it uh, mm. Who is it the road? 18, sorry eye uh, you think this might be a kitten of a displacer beast a displacer beast being a much larger animal much larger sort of panther and mm. they are able to um, cast illusionary spells
3: I saw that in a movie uh, one time
0: <laughs> you, may, you may have seen it in a, in a recent puppet show about Dungeons and Dragons um, <laughs> but this is like a, a, a tiny version of it um mm. And it's kind of pawing its way slowly towards the jerky.
1: I'm just smiling. I'm just staying crouched down near the jerky, um, waiting until it gets closer.
0: Yeah, it's getting closer and closer.
1: I'm going to have my hand outstretched nearby the jerky. I've got no weapons out. I'm not in a hostile stance or pose or anything. I do have an ace up my sleeve, just in case things go sideways, but I'm hoping I don't have to
3: use it. Do I know what this is with my 15?
0: Yeah, you do, yeah
3: would would i be able to do an, an investigation to check that this is the real ah. there is, is an illusion can
0: you make a perception check please
3: nine
0: you are unable to tell
3: i'm rolling like garbage <laughs> <laughs> you burnt your high rolls earlier it's always the case
0: and uh, as he gets close to the jerky it kind of expectantly looks up at you to see what you do.
1: I reach my hand slowly towards its face, palm out for it to sniff. And uh, I'm not going to... Why would I attack or hurt this creature?
0: As it kind of reaches out almost to the point where it would make contact with you,
2: mm-hmm.
0: the cat disappears. And back, basically back um, to the original pillar where it came down from, you now see a second cat come forward. Do you think the first one was just an illusion just to try and test out to see what the waters were like? Mm-hmm. Yep, and it kind of comes up. And it's, it seems to be pretty happy to sniff, happy to eat about. Hello there, little one. And it kind of meows happily at you.
1: Um, I'm going to pick it up with the jerky in my other hand. I'm just like holding it up to its face while I'm just like carrying it in one arm.
0: Cool. Would you like to make one more check for that, please? Like uh, another animal handling check, please? With advantage? Yeah. Just for the actual picking up of a cat is... Anyone who's picked up a cat knows what this is like.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, first roll is 18.
0: Okay.
1: Second roll... Oh, my God. No, we're taking the second roll. Second roll is 19. Oh. <laughs> Plus my five, so we're at 24.
0: So this is where all of Andrew's rolls have gone, is... Yeah. You've <laughs> got um, split them up. <laughs> every,
1: every time I've patted you on the back to give you a blessing, I've been taking some of your roll. <laughs>
3: And Pat cat has concealed a dagger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah, you pick the kitten up, and there's a woman where maybe you think it might, but you're able to soothe it and relax it. And yeah, basically, you've carried carrying it out like a baby all the way out to the... I assume, sorry, you're heading out of the cave now. Aye. Yep. Yeah. No. And yeah, you've successfully retrieved the cat. The elderly ah. dwarf woman sort of reads off the script. Wow, thank you, my cat.
2: How can I ever repay you? I'm still thinking, what the hell was that in the cave? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a dangerous creature in his arms, doesn't he know? <laughs> I should tell him, maybe later, <laughs> for somewhat a bit of that jerky.
0: <laughs> and yeah,
2: Cotswold takes the
0: half the halfling, takes the, the cat from you and puts a little collar onto it and sort of gives it to the, the uh, elderly dwarfs to take away with her. She heads off. So you've both won one game each. It's now time for the finale. He calls the other team over. They're kind of, you know, they're a wee bit peeved at you guys for having, having won that. You can tell their confidence has been knocked a bit by that. And he goes, um, but um, you've got one round left. This is the decider. And we think you'll enjoy this one. And he points towards a sort of wooden castle Uh, Structure Very simplified, obviously. Effectively just a moat, then an outside wall. And you can kind of see through that outside wall, through one of the the doors, there's like a large uh, wooden square inside of it. And he sort of points to it and goes, on the top of that, there are two flags. One for a red team, one for a blue team. Um, First person to grab one of the flags and brings it back wins. That's all there is to it. I'll be standing up on
1: that hill. Is that all?
0: And he kind of starts to turn and walk off. I'll give you a shout when it's time to go. And he kind of keeps keeps walking.
1: I uh smile at the other team and go, uh, all right. Now to show that there's no uh no grudges, uh, no uh, no disagreements or anger from my side of things, you've still got those uh, goblets of ale.
0: And a few of them kind of pull out some ale. Yeah.
1: I, pull it, I reach into my pack and say here, try a little of this this is a rare distillation from my uh, my side of the world I think you'll like it I, uh, I've only got one bottle left but I'm saving it for special occasions here, have a little drink it'll put hairs on your
0: chest they all kind of like eye you suspiciously but start to come over to see what this is all about
1: I hold up the bottle and it is a nice clear yet amber liquid and I uh, boom, pull the stopper out type of whiff and just take a small swig.
3: It burns as it goes down. Would you like some? I join the queue to seem like I'm part of their group to also get some.
2: (laughs) I lean in awkwardly very, very close and look at the bottle and go, ooh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What would this um, do to a non... This is is me, the DM, asking all the characters. What would this do to a non...
1: Well, it's 350 year old whiskey. Mm. So it is strong. Cool. And they have already been drinking ale, so uh, it's going to take a little bit to hit into their system, but uh, yes, I imagine bladdered with uh, success.
0: (laughs) Um, So everyone takes a tiny dram. I'd like everyone that's drinking it, so I'll have to do some rules here. But everyone who's drinking it could roll a constitution saving throw, please. Apart from um, the wolf dealing it out, um, the other two would like to roll a constitution saving throw, please.
1: Oh, god, have have, I? Well, hold on a minute. Have the other members of my party had some as well?
0: That's what they were saying.
1: I will
2: have, yes. Me too. Oh, no. Oh, I know what I can do. <laughs> oh, I'm oh. so trusting. I go <laughs> bottoms <off> up. <laughs> <and laughs> at it. For... <laughs> okay. So as, as you didn't give it to them yet.
1: As I'm giving it to them, I'm waiting for the other group to take a few steps away. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm actually going to have to use this. Oh, okay. I'm going to use my first level spell, Purify Food and Drink. <laughs>
0: I have never heard of a being used, like I'm all over it.
1: Basically it removes all poisons and well makes it perfectly safe to drink or eat. It removes all poisons, toxins, anything that's in there. So it but... essentially turns it to water.
3: Yes. <laughs> I, I I who have a very poor tolerance generally for alcohol just like down this and I'm like this is easy! What the the Dwarf liquor is so weak!
2: Oh. <laughs> I smack my lips and say, Tastes like home. <laughs> I spent
3: a fucking spell point on you, healthy boy. And it's such expensive old whiskey as well that you've turned into water.
1: Yes! Yes! on the inside I'm smiling but on the inside I'm crying
0: as you rightly predicted um, they have all failed their constitution team for us they are the other team so as we progress, they'll definitely be getting more and more inebriated
3: since they are already inebriated would I be able to cast sleep on any of them to more effect
0: so the way sleep works is just a pure hit points um, game so it wouldn't have any more or less effect than it usually does
1: I don't think you need to worry about that because they've got to try and somehow climb a castle wall. Pissed. <laughs> That's true. I don't think they're going to walk in a straight line, they're probably just going to run off into the forest. <laughs> but uh, see what you're trying to do.
0: And Cotswold's now reached the um, hilltop that he's wanted to stand at, and he shouts back down and he goes,
3: so a couple of rules, number one, don't kill anyone. I reshaped my rapier.
0: <laughs> like all the all the weapons go back in the pocket. Oh, man. And he goes, um, Team, I guess he's giving you both a colour, so would you like to be red or blue?
1: I'm wearing a blue shirt right now, so should we go
0: red? <laughs> so he goes, uh, Red team, you won the second game, so you get the accompaniment of a displacer kitty and the little kitten. Is now sort of given to you by the Old ah. Dwarf, so it's on a leash. Uh, he goes, "I will be wanting the back after this, but you know, uh, who would like to take it?
3: Uh, probably the person that managed to lure it in the first place would makes the most sense, and not the person who doesn't know what it is." <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, I'll what? take the kitty
2: cat. Seriously, what is that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as it's sitting there with its like collar and leash on, you think it's a lot. It's a lot calmer? Than it w- would have been it's what we're trusting. I think maybe the, the collar might be a uh, uh, magical item, maybe some kind of animal handling collar. And he goes, um Blue team, because you won the first round, uh, you get a five second head start. Or well, six seconds, I guess that is indeed. Um six second head start. And he goes, uh, right, capture the flag. Three, two, one. <laughs> And can everyone roll initiative, please?
2: Oh god. <laughs> Two. Seven. <laughs> I've got an unnatural twenty.
3: Oh <laughs>
2: I am away.
3: <laughs> a dirty twenty as it's known.
0: So they basically spend their first turn they uh, get they get a, they get a sort of turn to themselves so this head start. So they all unless you guys want to do anything cheating, um but you don't seem like the kind of party that would do that.
2: Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see how this day goes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, they start to move out and they get quite close to the castle. The castle's about, you know, forty feet from where you start, so you won't be able to get all the way up to the. Um, well, if you sprint, you'd be able to get to, it, um, but they're not able to sprint because they half cut now, and the alcohol's catching them up fast. The first up is Tempest.
2: I'll run towards the flag then. Cool. So,
0: hmm. you're trying to get the
2: time you all the way to the castle. Yeah, gonna make a sprint for it. I turn round to the others and say, Okay guys, I've got this and then I just sprint away.
0: Okay, okay. One of the the jocks moves next and he turns to see total charge at him and goes to make a grapple on him. I was to try to take him down. Um so could you make a strength check, please, Tempest.
2: Oh Um, Natural 20. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, you messed with the wrong
0: <laughs> t- today, boy! I just imagine it like an NFL kind of thing where you've just ch- yeah. you've charged at you, just put your hand out, it's straight clumped them <laughs> down to the floor. Oh, yeah. Humiliating and yeah, rather not great. Um, mm-hmm. One of his friends turns seeing this and goes for a charge at you. Oh no. Also goes for a grapple check. Can you roll a strength check, please? Oh no. I'm hoping the alcohol oh. will
2: kick in soon. Yeah, I've <laughs> <worked> so. <laughs> yeah. Um, 10 plus 3, 13. You just made that. Um, yeah.
3: The <laughs>
0: like... uh, yeah, so this other one charges at you, and this one you have a bit more trouble with, but you're able to yeah. throw them down to the ground. Um,
3: it's all that uh, shell wax again.
2: You can't. They can't touch them, it's slippery. Yeah. <laughs> 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 could, could I turn to the others and say, did you see that? the <laughs> Did you see that? I put my thumb up.
3: My, uh, my elven eyes do see it. I'm impressed.
0: <laughs> um, Oof charges towards you as well, make, makes up the ground, and the leader of the jocks, the George, he isn't focused on you guys at all. He's just making his way forward, and he's now reached the, the bridge over the moat into the castle itself. But he's still got the giant giant wall to climb, and you can see even as he's, he's moving, he's moving slower than he was a minute ago. He's you know there's definitely something yeah. something's working away up. <laughs> Elran, sure. you're up next.
3: I'm just going to run as fast as I can uh, to to the wall.
0: So he'll that entire distance. Nice. And thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and made it all to the way to the wall. Um, Morak, that's your turn as well.
1: So, what does the uh, Displacer Kitty do for me?
0: Um, basically, you think if you're able to just like, lithos towards someone, it will distract them or, you know, try the illusions and stuff. Um, there is still one of the jocks. So, oh, just to picture the scene just now. There's still three of the jocks outside of the, the castle. Um, two of them have been pushed to the ground by Tempest, but one's just, uh, just about to act.
1: One's just about to act? Yes, uh... as in, do it next. Okay.
0: Um, Yeah, you think you'd you'd be able to do, like, really simple, you know, like, a go-there kind of thing with him. Not not anything complicated with the cat.
1: So, can the cat cat understand me?
0: It can understand, like, the gestures and stuff. You know what I mean? It can do very simple stuff.
1: Okay. Do you think it's
0: been trained by, um, like I said, they had this animal handling collar or something you're able to, like... Anything you'd be able to do for animal handling, checks so over there, can I? Or you can
1: just throw it. So it would understand me if I tell it to, like, go over and do something.
0: Depends how complicated.
1: What happens if I use my command spell?
0: Uh, could you read that out to me, please?
1: Sure. Uh, you speak a one-word command to a creature you can see within range. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving flow or follow the command on its next turn. The spell has no effect on the undead targets. And if it doesn't understand you, your command doesn't do anything. Um, yeah, you can approach, drop, flee, grovel, halt.
3: Yeah, you think you'd be
0: able to give, as long as it's like a, you know, a training phrase mm. and not like, I don't know, juggle. Yeah, uh, be able to, you know, be able to do a very basic command.
1: So our objective is to, what, grab our flag. Yes. I point to our coloured flag, use the command spell and go, fetch.
0: Okay, okay. I'll just make a... Uh, I'll make a wisdom saving for a disadvantage because it's sort of on your side. Uh, it would have won, so I don't even need to know what your spell DC is there, because I assume it's higher than uh, two. <laughs> yeah, and it sort of pounces forward and starts starts heading towards that flag. Because it's going and... substantially faster than me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got a fair... It, uh, yeah, it's, it, it really does. It It's managed to get inside the castle, um, catching up with um, George. Um, As for yourself, how um, the spell, was that uh, an action? That yeah, yeah. So you're, you're only really able to move like a wee bit after like a five foot, I think, or something. Uh,
1: yeah. So I'm just gonna keep walking towards the castle as far as I can.
0: Cool. Picture the scene as the. Oh no, so there's still um, one more to go. Um, this job goes to take a shot on Elran Goes to tackle him to the ground. Uh, can you roll a strength uh, saving throw, please? Or sorry, a strength check? Fifteen. Uh, is that overall?
3: Yeah, that's after my strength modification.
0: Cool. So he manages to get a hold of you. Oh, drat! And sort of tussling with you, with Get you. off of me! Ah! You... <laughs> um, so basically, your speed's half. are kind of like trying to hold on to you, make sure you're not not moving about here. So you're going to be fighting with him to uh, to move move about. Uh, sorry, he can move at half speed. You can, you can't move at all. Okay. Tempest, you've reached after pushing past two people. You've reached sort of the edge of the castle. Um, you can see. Just ahead of you is about well, a stumbly George and a cat, a little kitten, has run past you. Um, as you kind of look now into the side of the castle, you can see this large um, wooden structure. Still. It looks like a wooden box, just a huge box. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, you can you think you can see where the, the stand with the flags is going to be.
2: Can I move towards the flag? Absolutely. Okay. Can I roll a perception check? what are you looking for. Just if there seems anything off with the box itself. Absolutely. Twelve. It
0: um yeah you think this looks um the wood's not as nice as it was outside you think it's quite um like it's something that's been covered by wood like uh, by wooden panels as opposed to you know the big wooden slats and things you're climbing over before.
2: Can I use my quarter staff to prod it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah.
0: yeah, so doof. Um you hear the sound of basically material hitting material, like you know it's a, you think this is like a cover over something under it.
2: And there's a flag on top, sorry. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> 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 I stroke my non existent beard and go. Hmm. <laughs> I'll move towards the flag cautiously.
0: Cool, so you actually have to like climb onto the structure to get to the flag. So we'd like to do that.
2: Yeah. I'll cool. Go for it.
0: Yeah. So you start climbing up, climbing up. It's not the easiest, but this um, because this thing's quite like flat, but it's a bit um, there's little steps and then holes cut into it, so you're able to kind of start itching your way up. So you just reach the top. You can see the flags, um, just ahead of you. And you can, the other two people that were knocked over earlier start giving chase, um, but they are now moving at a much slower speed, um, mm-hmm. and they've made this way inside the inner castle walls. But they're not; they're struggling to get any kind of grip on the climb. And the final one, George, is sort of leader. He starts to climb um, on the inside of the on the inside of the uh, cube, but sorry, out of the cube inside the castle, but he's struggling as well. You can see this alcohol's really starting to have an effect. They're really starting to struggling. and uh, they're swaying about. It looks like a foregone conclusion for you guys to get this flag now. Yeah. Um, Elran, you're currently stuck to someone? Yes. Would you like to make a I'll just double check what check it is, but it's a strength-based check, so you're going to roll a 20 set of dice. And it's either strength athletics mm-hmm. or oh, apparently de- dexterity acrobatics.
3: Oh, I can use acrobatics as well.
0: Yeah, I
3: can do so. Well, not much help. It's nine. Um, c- could I <laughs> could I use prestidigitation um, to make an item of his clothing smell really, really bad? <laughs> like really, really bad. And like because he's already a bit inebriated and probably more prone to being sick. Yeah, like yeah. to try and make him make him sick and, and release me.
0: Cool. can you just quickly read out what um, station does,
3: please? Sure. This spell is a minor magical trick that novice spellcasters use for practice. You can create one of the following magical effects within range. You create instantaneous, harmless sensory effects such as a shower of sparks, a puff of wind, faint musical notes, or an odd odour.
0: Cool. Yeah, um, I've just rolled out constitution saving throw, that he's failed it. So yeah, as he kind of, hold on, to, he's like, oh, no, 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 and he just kind of backs off, and uh, turns around and starts to Started to try and uh, drive, but not a good time for these guys at all. And <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Morak is back to your turn. Oh, sorry, Oof has just made progress as so He's now just behind Tempest. And Morak, for you, the kitten is now right at the top. He's dashed ahead. Is um, there anything you'd like to do before the kitten grabs the flag?
1: Um, I'm going to approach the guy who's dry heaving and make sure he's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hold his hair back. Like,
1: yeah, um, I, I, actually, yeah, I'm gonna get my. Um, I've got a uh, water skin. I'm gonna open it up and say, "Here you go, get some water down, yeah."
0: Um, while this is going off, the kitten has grabbed the flag um, for your team in its teeth. However, as it starts to pull the flag, you hear the sound of gears and clockwork and mechanical things shifting. Can tempest? your oh, no. Actually, climbing the uh, climbing the, the cube. Can you make a saving throw, please? Uh, Dexterity saving throw. Okay. Um, Dexterity.
2: Yes, please. Uh oh. There. <laughs> Thirteen.
0: Yep. Yeah, that that will do. Um, you get thrown off, but you manage to just about land on your feet. You know, you maybe uh, as you're falling back, you actually land mm-hmm. on your feet this um, the displacer kitty is thrown into the air, but like all good cats do, lands perfectly on their feet. Whew, that's good. And George, the team of the jocks, has just, just thrown, and he's just, he has a rough landing on his back. What happens is the walls of this cube fall apart, and inside was a cage that now starts to open, revealing a, um, a troll. Sorry, not a troll. Um, <laughs> that's about to say I was going to say, level 5, isn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, ...revealing an ogre. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh. And it, oh, no. It roars. It starts to... It starts to try and kill you, I guess. Because that's, that's what ogres always got to. So we're back to the start of the round. At this point, I'm just going to write out the Jorks characters. They are now all inebriated and in, uh, out of it. So just to picture the scene, you have, I guess, four civilians lying around this castle. Uh, a kitten with a flag in its mouth. <laughs> and an ogre uh, standing in the middle of this castle. Tempest, you are inside, so it's Oof. uh Morak, you are just outside of it, and Elran, you're sort of just on the moat. You can see into this, uh, where this ogre is. Mm-hmm. And it's back up to Tempest, I believe. What would you like to do?
2: So, I'm going to get my claws out.
0: Uh, what does that mean?
2: Um, it just means... <laughs> It just means like 1d6 plus 3 slashing damage. Okay, okay. So, I'm. Right, okay. I'll look over the ogre and say, Get get down, creature I don't know the name of! (laughs) And I'll go for the swipe with the claws.
0: Okay, okay, Uh, can you roll 27 dice from an attack roll, please? Okay, it's 18. Cool, that's it. So you charge towards the ogre, claws out, take a swipe at it. Uh, Could you roll your d6 for your damage roll, please? Okay. So that'll be 6 plus uh, just the dexterity in that case.
2: Five.
0: Cool, five points of damage to the ogre. It looks pretty unfazed by your attack, um, but it does kind of, you know, it's taking him back a bit as as these claws dig into it. Um, up next is if He takes a swing at it with a great sword. Uh, he ultimates the hit of the 13, so plus. but oh, this AC is less than 13, so as a hit. And I'm currently juggling two sheets here on my phone. Um, <laughs> you got this. I cast belief. Oh, thank you. And he takes a shot head his sword, so it's a d6 for him. And that's. Uh, another seven points of damage to the, the ogre. So again, the sword comes in, slicing away, but doesn't seem to have too much effect either. Um, this thing's a beefy boy.
2: Oh
0: no! and you're up next.
3: How far away am I from this whole ordeal?
0: Um, from the ogre, I'd say probably twenty feet now, maybe less. You play about the distance if you need to, kind of slide about.
3: Sure, I move. I move closer. I. Uh... Um, I'm. I have thirty feet walking, so I I can get within range and uh, with my rapier, I I make an attack on the ogre.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, can you roll twenty six dice, please?
3: Uh, that is an
0: eight. So you see, that is not going to cool. hit So you just you just hit a particularly you know disgusting and you know calloused over bit of skin. Uh... You're just unable to stick the sword through it as it's just. Disgusting and stiff
3: and horrible. Uh, I then cast. Uh, I then use my bonus action to cast Bardic Inspiration to, I guess, Tempest.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Uh, so basically, you try to have the thing, fail, and just play a quick little ditty. Um, <laughs> to kind of bring back the mood back up. Morak, you see all that's going on. What would you like to do?
1: So, am um, I? I can get a clear line of sight of the creature, right? Yeah. How far away am I from it?
0: Um, Probably about 30 feet Blast I'll let you slide in if you need to get Okay, cool Um Something
1: Okay uh sounds was about
0: a little bit But it distances early. So as you can This is a goal kicking off I'll let you kind of slide about
1: That's alright Okay, right So with my shield And my one-handed mace equipped I'm going to charge in there With a roar Slide the final part of the distance And smack the booger in the shin Because I can't reach anything <laughs> high <laughs> <laughs> Right So uh, Roll d d20 you say, right please. Oof, please be good, please be good, please be good. 14?
0: Yep, that's good enough to hit. Ooh.
1: Okay, and so it's 1d6 plus 3
0: blushing Let's roll that. So, 7 damage total. Another shot. Um, between the three of you attacking it, you can see it's kind of starting to get a bit more loose on its feet, but it's still going pretty strong. Um, it goes for a shot with its a great club on the total that attacked it first. Oh no! <laughs> and that is a 13 against your armor class. So I think um, that will, will miss.
2: Yeah. Could I give the ogre a hard stare? <laughs> just and after that failed hit. Just...
0: I'll let you do it on your turn. It's just coming up.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Never mind. So basically as it's,
0: it brings this club over you're able to get your shell up in time ring in It rings. as It hits the shield. It hits hits your shell. It acts as a shield. Um, up to the top again. It's uh, tempest.
2: Okay, I'm gonna go for the uh, claws again. Okay. okay. So, uh, Nope. It's not gonna hit.
0: Oh no.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, similar to around you. Just kind of hits the hard bit of flesh. Just. Scraping yeah. down his claws can't seem to get any kind of grip. Um, if goes for another shot with a sword. Uh, he also doesn't manage to get anything. Um not a good round here. Elrant, save us.
3: I'm going to use Thunderclap. Oh. Um so everyone within five feet of me, including my own party, um has to make a constitution save, uh, and be a twelve. Um, or, um, and whoever doesn't make that has to take 1d6 of damage.
0: Okay. So pretty much everyone's in range of this because um, we're all melee attacking the same character, so if anyone would like to roll a constitution saving throw, please. So- and can you roll the further damage, uh, please, everyone?
3: Um, so what do we have to get above, sorry? You have to get above uh, 12.
2: I got a natural 22 there. Hey, you as well, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the power of friendship protects us. Uh,
0: amazingly, Oof also passed, and the Ogre Nice. Failed. Exactly uh, what I intended. I, wow. an eight. I rolled an 18 for Oof and a 2 for uh, the Ogre. <laughs> That's
3: 3 three damage.
0: Uh, damage? Any other effects? Uh, it's
3: just, it's th- thunder damage. I don't think it leaves any other effects. Let me double check that, though. No, it doesn't look like it.
0: Okay. dokie. Okay. Um, Monak, who survived us blue Thunderclap, you can see the ogre's starting to reel back. Alright, uh, I'm gonna repeat what I did last time. Go for
1: the shins, Dowie. Let's see what we can do. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Ooh, 15. That's gonna hit? Way. Okay, so D6 plus
0: 3. Come on, die, die. Oh, four. 4. <laughs> 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 uh, not quite dead yet, but you can see it's starting to reel, it's starting to get a bit more bloodied. Um, hey. It's definitely an impact going on.
1: Got to sleep, got to sleep, got to sleep, got to sleep, got to sleep.
0: Uh, it goes for a shot on Elran after being hit from the thunderclap. Oh does uh
3: 17 hit your AC? Oh, you know it does. <laughs> you <laughs> you have to ask. Use your shell! <laughs> I don't have one! We've been over this!
0: Um, so... No
3: is there anything we can do in
1: between combat like in between him swinging and Eldon taking the damage
0: is uh, what, what would you like to do
2: get in the way actually uh, would i have an attack of opportunity if he goes to move
0: uh, he's not moved though you're all you're all oh has he not right okay up, swinging okay. back um no i don't think you can get in the way of someone like that without some That's kind fair. of feet or anything um That's fair. Oh, man, how much hp do you have
3: um oh, some Okay. Why? How much is the damage? One seventeen. It's seventeen damage. Yeah. Oh, that's that's me down then. It's okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you die.
1: I got you. I got you.
0: So the club smashes into. Ranity just kind of flattens under it, trying to push oh, it off, but that, starting to smarts. steal the effects. Uh, back to the top of the team total.
2: Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um like I don't I don't say it out loud but I think you should have used your shell. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any way I if I move in front of um Elran, does that mean I'm gonna get attacked?
0: Uh, you're all kinda of within the same sort of like five foot space, because um, 'cause you've all right, been attacking yoga, okay. so am you're fine to move about if it's something that you want to do.
2: Right, okay. Now I was gonna stand in front of Elran and yeah, go for the claws again.
0: Okay. You've kind of whizzed your way in between the um the two. Do you like to
2: roll uh twenty sided dice, please? Yep. Yeah. Um sixty. Yep, that's a hit. Nice. Okay. And I go for
0: damage. Six. Oh yep. It's claws this time. You've dug in right deep, maybe it's um as it's leaned over to hit Elvan with the club, you've managed to get into like his underbelly and just scratched it all up see, like, little bits of blood starting to pour out now, and it's, it takes a, a lean back and rows in rows and pain. Uh, Oof goes from attack, uh, does not get it. Uh, he also just, again, flailing against the, the skin. Elvan, it's your turn. Can you roll a 20-sided dice, please? This will be a saving throw. Um, if you roll over 10, you get, like, a point towards survival. If you roll under 10, you get a point towards death. 18. Cool. You get a survival point, so you are close to stabilizing, so you're not you know what, dying out was fast now. Morak.
2: As I
1: said, I've got you, good sir. So, upon seeing um, Aaron get smacked by this my, this club and just drop to the floor, I throw my mace down. And uh, how close am I to uh, Aaron?
0: Close enough. i touch touching distance.
1: Okay. Uh, I smack my hand down upon them and use my uh, cantrip, spare the dying what does that do? So spare the dying, it uh, instantaneously stabilizes a creature that's on zero hit points.
0: Perfect. So you don't have to do any more of those checks. Uh El Ranio now stabilized, so you're not dying out.
3: What how many hit points do I have? still zero,
0: but you're not you're not bleeding out in Okay. And um, behind you, um you hear a is this displacer kitten <gasps> jumps over and goes to an attack on the ogre as well? It does not do it. No. <laughs> oh, that's oh. a shame. I was so open for the kill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to the top. I think. Oh, no, sorry. It was Auguston.
3: Aye. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to be inconspicuous, so he doesn't attack me again. <laughs> that's
1: all right. If he's got to get to you, he's got to go through me.
2: And he literally has to go through me.
0: Uh, he goes for a shot on uh, Tempest but I believe yeah.
2: it's low, low, rolled at the low. It's a 16. That's yep. not going to be UAC. I shake my head and give the hearts there again. Damn, that
0: shield
2: is tough. Yep. Bloody <laughs> hell. I need
0: a shield made of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back up to the top of the turn then, so
2: Tempest. I crack my knuckles. and. <laughs> you have knuckles? Go for the, well, there's the, the, the <laughs> Torto knuckles. <laughs> oh, oh, no, sorry. I pretend to crack the knuckles. <laughs> And I go for the claw again. Ooh, unnatural twenty.
0: Perfect. Yep, yep.
2: Sure, it's unnatural, but yep,
0: unnatural. Take it. Yeah. Go for the claws again. Ooh. eight. Yep, yep. It's wheezing out now. These claws dig into it once again. The same spot. You just hit that same spot twice in a row. You can see its its, it's uh, stomach starting to pop out a wee bit. It's it's it's. Oh god. <laughs> wiggling on its feet. Um, up next, uh, Oof, uh, also lands a hit. That's uh, five damage from him. The sword, so the sword comes across. The sword comes across straight through. Basically, I think everyone's just peeling it on the stomach area. <laughs> um, same bit. Ioran, you can't afford what you're doing anything no. this turn. i should have stabilizing. stabilizing. Um, Morak, what are you want me to do?
1: So, am I still in I'm still in melee range, right? 100% yeah. Okay, I'm going to grab my mace uh, that I dropped or threw to the floor and smack this guy in the shin again.
0: Nice.
1: In fact, no, bugger. okay, you know, let's disembowel this guy. I'm going to go for a stomach <laughs> shot. <laughs> this guy go. brought down one of my party. He's not getting out alive. 15. That's a hit. <sighs> Come on, go to
3: sleep. Not being able to do anything else, I'm just kind of lying there in pain, just playing like a little ditty battle music. Yes! Nine damage. Yes! Is that like. Yes, max that's damage? max damage.
0: That... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah, and that's enough for that final shot. Mace to the stomach. You can just see it kind of stops for a second, and then eventually it falls backwards.
2: With
0: <laughs> a loud thud. <laughs> And uh <laughs> oh, yeah. I get it. Um, I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I displace the displacer case of pads up to you now. Uh Morak and I can drop the flag into your hand.
1: I pet the kitty and then drop my shield to the floor and pretty much scrabble over to Elrun, uncorking uh one of my health potions and uh tilting his head back and pouring it down. Cool. is
0: uh,
3: that a one D eight? Two D four plus two. Cool. Can you roll for that one, please? Three, three, so six, plus two, eight.
0: There you go. So you're back on your feet, stabilised, and now back to some kind of health. And at that point, the half-blind Cotswold runs down. And he's like, "Wow, I... you know that was, that was looking dicey, but you guys pulled through. It was amazing." And he kind of, you know, surveys the scene of the other, um, the other four, who are all sort of drunk. On the, on the floor now and passed out. They missed all that combat. Um, They had a great time.
3: <laughs> Except for the guy who's like stinks like high heaven.
0: Oh yeah, well yeah apart from him. Yeah, he's, he's now passed out for all the reasons. <laughs> I, know, I know it was
1: underhanded of me. I got them drunk on uh, Dwarven liquor, but I have my reasons. Those guys were all show no punch and I don't think I could have it on my conscience if they went out into the world adventuring and getting
2: themselves killed. You did what? <laughs> I just thought they were
3: really weak
2: because that liquor did nothing to me. No, I... I am shocked and appalled. I purified
1: your liquor. I didn't want you two getting drunk. You did
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> and the cops were kind of... Leaves you to beckon as he kinda of walks. He goes Well, uh when you've when you're done arguing, uh I'll see you back in town. I think this is gonna be the start of a beautiful beautiful friendship. That was a lot of fun. I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast as much as we are making it. If you want to leave us any feedback or spread the good word about our podcast, you can find us at S D R I Pod over on Twitter and please, you know, drop us a follow, you know, share our stuff. Podcasts live and die on word of mouth, so it's very important you can do that. If you want to give us any feedback, if you want to even maybe feature in the show, you can drop us an email at, sdripodcast at gmail.com Give us character names, give us magic claims I might do something with them. I might not. Who knows? But until next time, take it easy.